Hello, our beautiful audience. Welcome to our third episode of University Magazine Podcast. We're very excited that you joined. So today we're going to talk about mental health. So I know a lot of people are, are suffering from mental health, especially university students who are actually graduating into um, unstable economy or missing their graduation or just graduating virtually. So it's an unprecedented time for this student to feel this kind of pain and not knowing if they're going to be employed this year or the following year. So, Samuel, what do you think? Yeah, Anwar, thank you for introducing me. <laughs> oh, a, lot of people, a lot of people know you as a co-host, so. <laughs> I'll just randomly pop up and start talking. All righty. Um, Our audience knows you as, a, as my as my co-host, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure our audience will understand, yes. Um So, yeah, um, especially this graduation thing has been um, such a bummer. I know that, like, for instance, um, some high schools have started um, doing the graduation, like, with social distancing. Um, I'm guessing that's better than a virtual one. So, Really? The high schools are doing uh, graduation virtually? No, my little brother, I know he has his in, um, I think, what month are we in right now? June. June, yeah. Still yeah, so I know it's, been, it's supposed to be in July or something like that, I think. Yeah, in July. And oh, um, yeah, I've seen I've seen the virtual ones. It's so sad. Like imagine having worked for your degree for like four years or if it's like high school graduation and then yeah, that's that's kinda sad. It's very sad. Like they deserve to enjoy they're supposed to have that prime night, you know, have a good time, but then this year that won't be happening. Cause... Yeah, like that's something you look forward to, like, you know, having worked so hard um, and having dedicated so much of your time towards that. And voila. Yeah, being isolated from their friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, also, also um, having had to stay like in isolation for such a long time does take a toll on your mental health. Um, it does. Like I know, like, sorry, go on. <laughs> it does, especially because like, you're you're at home. You're not in class usually. When we're in school, we kind of go out, like, go with our friends, hang out, talk, do a, yeah. a little gossip. But then that's missing God. this year, right there at home, twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, no, because I think um, we're so used to the, um, you know, the usual routine. Um, you know, it's different for everybody, but we all have our own routine, you know, going to work and, um, you know, school and whatnot. And, right. you know, when you're stuck at home, um, you know, you're going to have to, like, find a way of occupying yourself. Um, That's true, definitely. Because you're stuck in the house with the family and, you know, like, getting at, getting at each other's nerves. Because I know, like, me and my exactly. sister, like, she's younger than me, like, she gets on my <laughs> Exactly. It starts off as, like, hey, you know, we, we you know we're getting um uh, we're finally getting time to spend together as a family and whatnot and then two days later <laughs> or a day later like, you're like oh, oh, is this person again <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah exactly, like feeling loneliness too right that's the biggest thing like um when you're in school a lot of students don't come home until like late so they come home like maybe at 11 o'clock because they're busy with the school is spending yeah. time with the friends but then due to COVID-19, they're indoor 24 hour. Like you can't, yeah. you're and so- to, be, to be honest, um, like you don't necessarily have to have like a huge group of friends or anything. For instance, I'm a very like 
you know, like not in a depressing way, but I'm a loner. But it's that sense of like going out and, you know, those like small interactions, you know what I mean? Like it, it still counts. Um, right. Even saying hi, good yeah. morning to like your classmate, just like saying hi to one of your friends. It, exactly. it changed like the body's chemicals and stuff, right? And it counts. I feel like it counts. You don't necessarily have to have like a huge group of people to interact with and whatnot. But, but it's even little even the ability, even the ability to leave the house, then you know, smell that fresh air, just <laughs> going exactly. going to the cafeteria, grabbing something to eat. Those all those whole things affect our mental health. Yeah, yeah. And that's like that. that Go on, that has sorry. been taken away. Sorry, <laughs> that has been taken away. So, and it, it is frustrating for a lot of the students because they rely on that, you know, like that the routine because they have that routine going for the past four year, and yeah. suddenly yeah. just changing the splits. Yeah, because no, like I notice even like in um, group conversations at school, yeah, a lot of people just like randomly start messaging and saying like, um, "Yeah, like I can't do this anymore. Like <laughs> I've been isolated way too long." I can't focus on school. Um, yeah, I mean, you might have more time on your hand now that, like, you're, you know, you're at home, but um, it doesn't mean that, like, you know, you're more efficient or anything. Um, maybe you're, like, stuck in your own head and, you know, you can't really focus. <laughs> of course. Things is always, like, going, like, you... It, a lot of things, a lot of... Being alone kind of brings back a lot of memories. Not memories, but, like, self-doubt. Like, your brain just oh into your own going in circles. Yeah. Like, and... for, for me, like, I used to be so occupied with school and, um, you know, like, you know, I'd have friends here and there, like, I'd, I'd grab coffee with once in a while and it just kept me going, you know what I mean? But now that, like, I'm at home, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> reminiscing and looking back and I'm like, oh, why did I do this? And, you know, you're, like, going back and reflecting on all the, you know, life decisions you made. <laughs> Good decision, the bad decision. Exactly. We've all been there, yeah. It's so depressing. No, um. And also, oh, yeah, a lot of parents are, are being stuck at home with their kids, you know, like, cause, cause usually they drop off the kids at school and kind of pick them up at the end, at the end of the day. But now since they're stuck in the house together, like the kids are literally the part of the house. <laughs> yeah, not just that, because like, um, you know, I, I feel like um, with the parents um, sending their kids off to school, that was their time to you know, either work or focus on their own, um, you know, educational or like whatever career. Because I know where I go to school, um, there are a lot of um, parents. Okay. And even like when we're having um, virtual classes, sometimes they forget to turn off their mics and you can hear like the kids <laughs> in the back. So you can see like the struggle they're going through. And yeah. so not only would they have to um, make time for themselves at home, to study and you know do their uh, work virtually if they could, but they also have to be the like the teachers for their students. So they have to like um, you know what I mean. Like they have got they, their kids are still doing online classes, so they still right. have to manage that on top of their own um, like work and school, right? Yes, they feel they kind of they're feeling that vacuum that is like supposed to be a teacher. So literally, they they have to explain everything to the kids. And you know, I one plus imagine. one equals two. <laughs> yeah, and and because I know, like, I know some parents that have like with actually have nephew nephews, um, little nephews and um, nieces, like that that that, that they're like given um assignments um virtually, and um 
you know, it's up to the parent to like follow up on that, um, make sure they uh, do their homeworks on time. It's a lot of responsibility. I can't imagine. It is a lot of responsibility. Like, because I have to help my sister with her homework. Like, literally, does um, she's been home? Have you just been playing on her phone, like on her iPad, playing games? And then they had to literally sit down with her and do almost two months worth of homework because she didn't really do it. She goes yeah. to class, but she didn't do it. She's always playing games like after the class or watching videos. She's just doing some crazy stuff. It's tough. It's actually... really tough having to manage all that. Like, I really can't imagine. The kids and it's new to the teachers, right? Because no, they're not used to the virtual classes. They're not used to submitting assignments through Google Docs. So it's like a whole new process yeah, it's, for it's, everybody. It's the, new, it's the new thing, yeah. Uh, like, we're all trying to figure out how to deal with it. Of course, as well as the fear of getting sick. Like for myself, like I, I don't see any friends because I'm fear I might get them sick or they might get me sick. So yeah. like I keep my distance, but I'm always checking with them, always texting. They make sure like they're good. Um, yeah, like it is very important to reach out to friends, family, especially during this uh, COVID nineteen pandemic, because people need people, as Samuel said. <laughs> True, <laughs> I did quote that. Yes. I don't know where I copied it from, but anyways, so yeah, I do, I do have that fear of um, passing on, you know, do you know what I mean? You don't necessarily think it's gonna uh, happen to you, but then, you know, you don't want to be that person that, that that's like, you know, broken all of the rules and didn't social distance and then, you know, you spread it all to your family and stuff. Um, it's difficult maintaining social distance, especially if you go to the grocery store, uh, People don't distance. They get like to reach over you, grab that that chip. It's like you'd be like, "Excuse oh, me, two meter distance." You know, <laughs> I I swear I've come across people. Um, so I can't I can't really say anything besides like, "Do you mind? Can you keep your distance?" But they just like pass right next to you, and it's tough, especially if you go to like, um, you know, I hate to admit it, but I was one of the few people that like brushed <laughs> when the malls opened. <laughs> Oh, I see. Oh, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't even seen this side of a mall since like February. It's been a oh, January, yes, yeah, a while. Oh, th- like the moment West Edmonton Mall opened, I was just like there the first day. Um, but yeah, so there though, they have the security. Um, like you're only allowed to, um, how do I say? It's like a two way. So you, like only people going. So you can only walk in opposite directions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, a, exactly. It's a two-way. They have like so. an exit. And in the, they have an exit and entry point, and it's only they only allowed in a certain amount. Of- yeah, like even when you're walking, um, so like only people walking in the same direction can walk on one side. Right. And then yeah, so then there's security. Like if you're walking the opposite way, they'll like literally tell you to <laughs> go off into the other direction. So at least they're enforcing it there. I don't like the grocery stores that they, they try and do their best but people don't oh don't no give, grocery don't stores give a are like they exactly they want to get not. their food and they don't care if they have to get you sick <laughs> to get that candy or to get that soda like literally they'll go they, I just feel like it is very very scary like for me it makes me feel very uncomfortable too especially like in the um supermarkets and stuff like that like it's very crowded like you know People it come is, close, so close to each other. If somebody goes, Hatish, like the whole store, they're going to run out of the store. <laughs> Everyone's just like, running out. <laughs> they literally drop everything, like balance. So oh or you get a gosh. weird I, look. I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily know how much masks protect you. Like, I don't, I'm not really sure. Um, 
you know, if they really protect you, but I'd feel comfortable if someone was wearing a mask. Well, the mask, uh, the, the reason like people wear masks is actually they should make it mandatory until until they find a vaccine because if somebody coughs or sneezes, it, it keeps that uh, droplet inside the mask. So it doesn't go in the air and somebody doesn't have to inhale it and get sick. That's the whole reason behind the mask. But if you have the yeah. N95 or the Chinese version of K95, it gives you yeah. complete seal, like from your nose to mouth, the side, everything. So yeah, I feel no... comfortable if someone was wearing a mask. Like, for instance, because I know, um, yeah, like, you know, for instance, if you go to places like um, any medical facilities or the pharmacy or, um, you know, the chiropractors and stuff, I see mostly that they're wearing masks, but right. um, they don't necessarily follow those rules in, um, you know, like shopping centers or like not all of them are following that. So... Yeah you know but i don't think that blue mask provides any support to be honest it's just to keep i like and i like the n95 but it's difficult to get n95 right now but you can get ton, ton amount of the k95 yeah but i think they should wear, they should wear that k95 because it provides them at least that complete seal as well as if they sneeze or cough it makes it so people don't have to catch the coronavirus so i think that's the only way they can limit their risk yeah, because I, I keep hearing, um, like, even when I'm watching the news or, you know, you're um, listening to all these um, specialists talk about, um, you know, if wearing the mask is effective. But I I do get a sense of um, security when I see that. At least, you, at least you know that the person is taking some type of precaution. Yeah. So you know that they're at least careful, but you know that, that doesn't work the same with most people. So. A, a lot of experts are saying uh, before, like before, as CDC made CDC said to everybody wear a mask. That's uh, a center for disease control in the U.S. Uh, a lot of specialists were worried that people will touch their face. You know, they try to adjust the mask, uh, and they might oh, need yeah. They're worried about that. That's the biggest thing that, that why they say don't wear a mask. But now the cases are going now up. Now so they're, they're all saying, suggesting hey. this, though. Isn't it funny? They, yeah, they made the turn. They turned the corner. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. As well as the, a lot of people are worried about losing their jobs or not be able to not work or worry about losing their houses because I think over 18 million Canadians are still unemployed at the moment as they work because of they're working in an office environment. And it's very difficult to uh, maintain that physical distance at an office place where like at least 50, 60 people work. There's no way you can maintain that. Uh, six uh, two meter distance because there's no way and right? i feel like i feel like that's the major cause of stress right now right um yeah like you know the for financial. some families yeah even this um the fund that some people are getting it's it's you know it's not enough so um and then there's a lot of bills piling up so of course you know, they- it adds to the stress Especially with the uh, mortgage deferrals, like the banks are offering that for six months. Like you don't have to pay your mortgage for the next six months or since yeah. it started back in March. But the thing is once COVID is over or the, whatever the government lifted emergency, you'll be hit with like ten, twenty thousand dollar bills. And that is but actually- I'm curious though. So for people, because I don't necessarily understand how this is going to work. For the people that are getting funding, um, yes. you know, that's going to last for- Till when? At the, they extended it until the end of August now. Okay, so say that I happens. Think August or September. Yeah, say that happens and everything reopens again. What about the people that lost their jobs permanently and they have to search for new ones? 
I think the the government the the government might put him on un, uh, unemployment insurance. Ah, but that's the thing because a lot of these businesses who actually did not survive the COVID nineteen, like they actually went under. And yeah. I think there'd be a lot of people who, who worked at a company for 30, 40 years and then their job was just gone because of, especially if you're in some kind of seafood or something that requires constant items or constant shipments, like there's no way you can be able to pay, do payroll or keep the door open, right? The government say, hey, shut everything down. And some some businesses would did not survive that. Yeah, I just, I just feel like the, the job search is going to be like, another hurdle yes that's gonna we don't know we don't, we don't know that we don't we don't actually know the 100 percent the effect of COVID 19 in the in the economy because yeah like we haven't seen the consequences of the coronavirus i know like people have been home we're seeing the increase of mental health and the financial stress yeah but especially uh in a recent survey i think uh, last year it came out that says more than I think more than 35 percent or 40 percent of canadians are living paycheck to paycheck oh geez and yeah. that's quite scary imagine the yeah exactly right and the the serb which is they're offering the two thousand dollars for people who are working well what was it for students they're offering i think it's like a thousand two hundred something yeah. that's not enough to cover expenses because everything has gone up, grocery costs more to do almost anything. If you go to the store and buy like maybe two bags of stuff, you end up paying forty six. Random question: Has the price of toilet paper gone back down? <laughs> <laughs> My mom buys I'm it so for us. I, <laughs> I know, like you know, when everyone was going over, you know, crazy over the toilet paper, it had gone up by like, you know, I think maybe like I don't know, like three, four dollars at the time, or probably oh. even more. And um, I know toilet paper was the most valuable thing of 2020. <laughs> I, st- I still don't understand it. I still don't get it. The toilet paper and a hand sanitizer are like the most... Uh, well, hand sanitizer makes sense, but still, I don't understand the toilet paper, you know? Uh, I, I know my, one of my friends told me a funny joke. He said one of the symptoms of uh, coronavirus is diarrhea. That's why, that's why oh I love to buy toilet papers. Jesus. Um... <laughs> 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 uh, sorry I know that's just a very that's, funny. okay that's just it man out of nowhere but um yeah I still don't get it I still don't get it um yeah I'm just curious you know what the next time I'm gonna go uh grocery shopping that's the first thing I'm gonna look at look at yeah, the, yeah look at or, or I can tell you tomorrow because <laughs> my, yeah. my workplace is, is inside the grocery store um as well as like uh, the fear of uh, being apart from the loved one i know like we sponsored my uh, auntie and her kids last year to canada uh but they're so used to coming over to our house but that that we had to cut them off because of coronavirus like we don't know if they, they're gonna catch it because they go to the grocery store to buy stuff yeah and we don't know like, if we have it like we don't have corona but we don't know like they're the one that says oh it's just a cold right like their mother that's actually something i came across as well like um certain families actually look at this very lightly yeah and then for instance like hmm, you know i don't want to point figures at certain communities but um so certain just families, say our community is okay our, okay <laughs> my community my my people i guess um our community what, what are you trying to say our people your people our people okay, fine fine um <laughs> but i just like i don't want to meet up <laughs> you know because they, they all go out and work and they've been places and 
um, you know, I'm, I'm on lockdown. I don't go out. So at most I go out to like, you know, to buy stuff and I don't interact with people. So, um, you know, I don't want to risk, um, I don't want to risk, um, catching, you know, COVID or, you know, spreading hey, you, you came too far to catch coronavirus. I don't want to die, like, but <laughs> you, you came too long, so you you ain't going out with coronavirus. Exactly, that's not the way I want to go out. But um, so the, I I noticed that like some of them get offended when I say you know I yeah I can't show up to a birthday party or um you know if we have certain holidays going on during the COVID season and they want to meet up and celebrate together, I straight up tell them no I I can't but. You know what I mean? Like some of them just take it too lightly. Yeah, like I'm just like, and some some people some people will just say, "Oh, it's just cold. You get it, you cough it out. You feel like no, you will end up in a coma." Like, you know. Yeah, you might survive, but you know, I feel so responsible for the people that are around me. I don't live alone. Yeah. Or you know, know I don't know who I'm who I'm gonna walk by and maybe I touch something and then you know what I mean. I don't want to be the host (laughs) for COVID. So. It, yeah, like I, I, it is just very scary. Uh, also, uh, being I, like, what do you think? What do you think people feel hopeless, uh, bored at home? Like, exactly. Well, I, okay, for me, I think that that was right around the beginning. Like, I mean, I personally live with my family. Um, probably too old to be living with my family, but. <laughs> just wonder that you're, you're still um, student so it's okay we all know exactly preloading <laughs> but but i yeah you know right around the beginning i did um i'll be honest i couldn't even stand um <laughs> my siblings in the house um you know i like my own space because i do school work and stuff like that but then again um while still living with family i did feel you know lonely and depressed because you know, you're at home 24 seven, because right around the beginning as well, it was so exaggerated as well, to the point that like, it was literally like a ghost town outside. Right. And, you know, I, yeah, I didn't feel comfortable leaving the house either at the time. So I just I felt so uneasy. And I was scared. And I was watching the news all the time. And you see the numbers of the people that are infected go up. And I'm just like, you know, it's terrorizing. It is very terrorizing. yeah, so it just it gets kind of scary, I guess. Um, yeah, especially um, ways. What do you call it? Like, what do you think about the news playing? Uh, I don't know, like playing negative effects into the people's mental, like mental health. Um, yeah, like because I was watching the news until I actually saw um, a post from school. They like they from the mental health department i don't know what it's called but anyway so they posted um saying yeah you know what you should limit your um time watching like you know the news and you know publications about covid and stuff like that i i found it to be very terrorizing like i i didn't i thought of it very lightly but then once i saw you know how badly it was affecting you know italy and you know the number of deaths and all these countries and i just i couldn't handle it (laughs) You know I'm, not, what I mean? I'm not sure if you remember, like during the, the first few weeks of coronavirus, I was texting you. I was texting you. Alberta's at this. Alberta at that. Remember, I was constantly. Yeah, thanks for terrorizing me. Yes, I was constantly. <laughs> You're fall, one was, of. 
<laughs> I was constantly following the news, but then now I don't, actually don't even watch news because literally exactly. anxiety. I was so freaked out, like this is the end of the world. I'm gonna catch coronavirus. It was very, exactly. very and then annoying. the worst part is somebody suggested watching um the movie. Is it called? I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Contagion? Contagion? I don't know, but it's 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 um it's similar to um what's happening. I think now? that's similar to this swine flu. Is it called? This one for, are you talking about the one on the Netflix pandemic? Yeah, I can't pronounce it right. Is it, is, how do you pronounce it? Contagion. But anyways, so it's it's similar to what, what was happening during COVID. And I think that's the same thing that happened with um, swine. Is it swine flu? It's I don't Spanish know, but uh, not the Spanish flu. Spanish flu was like in the... 150, uh, 100 years ago um yeah i don't know what it was called um but anyways um contagious you know it's, it's either contagion or contagion i don't know but i don't know i don't even know what the word means um but yeah so it, it's 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 more or less like the um it's 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 about like a virus outbreak and you know um how they were dealing with the it's so similar to COVID. That's all I can say. And it was just somebody suggested watching that, and I and I just freaked out. And I was like, ah, you know, everybody's just gonna start dying, and there's gonna be shortage of food. And I think you start overthinking things when you're. <laughs> the, the, the government, the government actually, the government actually used the power that they they usually use that in the war. It's called Production Act, where they limit. How much, like where they ask companies to increase production of food and essential products to keep the the line going so nobody's there's so there's no food shortage in Canada. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't watch um, movies like that. Anyways, but, so as well as um, taking a break from like, what do you think about social media? Like, how, what role did social media played, especially? Oh, like, with I the fake news I, and misinformation. For me, I. Um, hmm. yeah well I kept Instagram at well I was looking at Instagram as more um well I use a lot of Instagram but I I use that more as um the source of entertainment because there were so many people um making fun of you know the whole situation so in a way that kind of kept me going yeah but um yeah so I just I just followed like all these uh funny memes and that kind of thing just to kind of you know, distract me from all the seriousness. Um, but um, uh, having said that, I think there are some sources that are not credible. And, um, oh, you know, a lot of people like, what did they say? Eat, eat garlic or drink honey. This will keep coronavirus. There's Ooh, so many. Seems, where do they come up with these? Um... <laughs> it, it was just ridiculous. Or drink warm water is going to wash down coronavirus from the throat. It's like, this is all bullshit. Yeah, I don't know where they come up with that. Um, you shouldn't be taking advice from. That's what I like. Uh, See, you should only be taking advice from a government source, Health Canada or CDC in the U.S. or any health agency, but not from Twitter, not from Instagram, because they're not medical experts. They're just there to get uh, clicks. In today's age, click means more money. Like the more they click on the article, the more ad they see, the more money the creator of that fake. Yeah, that's user. how they play you. Definitely. Yeah especially uh, the way to stay safe now is by practicing physical distancing, but, but also staying connected to your friends and family by calling them, emailing them, 
uh, social media. Oh, that's what I was doing. I was literally like bothering all my friends on like group chats and um, <laughs> they'd be like, yeah, you know, somehow leave us alone. And I'm like, guys, like, you know, especially like the first couple of weeks, it was so tough. Oh my gosh. I was reaching out to everybody. Um, I, I think it's, it's, it kind of reminds other people that, you know, yeah, you know, I have somebody, you know, I'm not alone. And um, yeah, okay. I think it's important to reach out to people and like, Actually, I wrote an article, I think, on Vice, and it says you'll find your true uh, friend during COVID-19. Whoever checked on you during coronavirus is your true friend. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't checked on a lot of people, I'll be honest. So <laughs> hopefully I, I, I that just, doesn't Me neither. I haven't checked a lot of people like that you should talk to, but it just, it, we're so, we got, we got so, we're, we're the anxiety, just like, because we're worried about catching coronavirus. We, we, yeah. we're, uh, it made us forget things. For me, yeah, because like, I feel like people dealt with it differently. Some people, you know, reached out more. And for me, I'd, yeah, some people just kind of, you know, shut everything else out because they're really disturbed by the whole thing. It, it, it is. Corona is just, I don't think the world is going to be the same ever. I don't think people will be shaking hands or hugging for a while. <laughs> but yeah, but one good thing that actually came out of COVID-19 is people that don't wash their hand are actually washing their hand now so i think that's the upside of the whole this coronavirus thing because it's forcing people to wash their hand <laughs> okay <laughs> that's, that's a good point um so yeah what do you think are the ways um like best ways to deal with um uh this corona epidemic and um you know dealing with your um you know, avoiding any type of like anxiety and that kind of thing. Like, what do you do? Well, mostly staying active. Like, I know the gyms are closed right now, but they should be reopening. Uh, stretching, meditation. What else do you think? Like, um, for me, like I had to, cause I used to go to the gym, and right. once that routine was over, you know, um, yeah, cause like I just I didn't even feel like doing anything, cause. For me, like I share like a limited amount of space in the house, so I don't really have that much space to like you know work out and stuff like that. But I find like I make time to um, go jogging in the morning, so um, yeah, it's like it's not crowded or anything. It's just empty streets, so I just jog. That's like the new thing I started doing. Uh, um, for me, uh, for me, like I love going to the river and just running by the river, like just run for a while like, with the music. But now I'm scared. I'm like, if, what if I go over there and somebody coughed or somebody coughed in the air? I'm like, what if I inhale I, the corner? You know what? I, the anxiety of it. Yeah. Is... I actually started going there at some point, but then I noticed that like the warmer the weather got, a lot more people were going down there. We're just creating problems, like creating hot spots, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it just makes me feel really uneasy. So. And um, as well as, yeah, um, try to go. Sorry, go on. As well as like, uh, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure when you when people go to college, for example, they call it freshman fifty. Like, that means within the you put in the first year, you put on fifteen pound. Uh, a lot of people have, have put on COVID nine, COVID, uh, COVID fifteen, which means they put on extra fifteen pound. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I gained like, yeah, I probably gained like, I don't. Well, how much is two kilos in pounds? Why am I now? Two two kilos. <laughs> Times two, so two point two, so two two times two point two, so I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, I gained. I don't know. I don't know how much that is, but I, I know that I gained a lot more um, 
because food has been like my source of energy. That's just four pound, nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> history, that's nothing. I, I think I, I think I get well, like ten pounds literally because I love food. I love spaghetti. If you guys, if, hey listeners, if you ever want to buy me food, spaghetti it is or pizza. <laughs> Downless pizza. <laughs> Those are my two weaknesses. And iced tea. Love iced tea. <laughs> I seriously just the Netflix thing. I can't even imagine the amount of like TV I've been watching. But um, yeah, I I I don't think that's a good habit. But so I started taking on different ha- hobbies and you know um stuff that that gets me going. So. I, I know I let a bird tell me someone was a business one. Really? Going up the myself. Exactly. Trying to keep myself busy, you know, trying to do something productive and um, make the best out of it. Because I was very negative about the whole thing um, in the beginning. Right. But I saw it more as an opportunity to kind of reflect and, you know, see where I want to go with life and that kind of thing. It sounds a little deep and boring, but, um, you know, try to make the best of it, I guess. Yeah, it makes you it makes you reevaluate what is your priority like nowadays because it makes you rethink like what is important to me right yeah exactly I feel like in a way I've kind of been forced to like really look at myself and and kind of figure out like you know where I want to go with school you know um just important stuff but yeah so you know you just got to make the best of it just stay positive right as well as like uh, students should stay healthy by eating, you know, like eating healthy meals, exercise regularly, and getting getting plenty of uh, sleep and water into the system. I think that's the only way that they can stay safe during COVID nineteen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You can. I think now is the best time to actually start your, you know, um, what do you call it, healthy eating um, habits. Right, healthy habit um, or. Or even starting a new routine. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Um, I actually found it very um helpful. <laughs> or like just focusing on like what you can control because we can't control what is the result of COVID nineteen. But we can exactly attitude. How do you feel? What how what are you gonna get done? Be as well as being compassionate to yourself and others being nice to others because yeah we need that i think i think it's important exactly i think it's important not to like beat yourself up over things um yeah and definitely be kind to yourself um yeah and it's and it's normal to feel anxious and afraid you know when we're dealing with the effects of this pandemic right and you know like the situations can be stressful for everyone and mostly for people living with mental illness and other addictions and they might be finding it like difficult to cope. So um, yeah, and if and if you're somebody who's struggling with um, these issues, you know you're not alone. There are resources out there you could reach out to. Um, yeah, so no matter um, where you are or what you're going through, you don't necessarily have to deal with it alone. Um, there are certain like. Um, healthcare providers um or registered psychologists or and like other mental providers uh, mental health providers in your community um and i know that like for instance our universities and colleges offer virtual services and if you are in immediate danger or you need urgent medical support you can call 911 or 811 as well 
Only call anyone if it's what's, an emergency. What's the number? Eight one one. The health health line. What like is that just for? Um... That's when when you call eight one one, you talk to a nurse and the to the recommend to get. Right. It's like a, a has a, that always been around? It's always been around, yeah. It's always been oh. around. Like it's been around for almost fifteen years. That's eight one one. Eight one one. When you put it, it'll put you through a nurse and they'll ask you symptoms. They also have access to your medical record and all this good stuff. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, okay. But guys, don't. If you're facing mental health, you're not alone. You should you know, the health providers reach out to universities. They have a lot of resources available to the students, as government, well, like whatever whatever province you live in. If you live in Alberta, Ontario, Quebec, they have resources available that the government has created a fund that will that they have social social workers available to you that you can talk to. I know this 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 big stomach going around saying, "Oh, if you have mental health, normal." That is not true. Like yeah, like. Exactly. I just, I just feel like, okay, I just want to say that before we end our um, podcast for today, I just want to say that like, it sometimes it's looked at as um, a, a stigma. Yeah. So it's, you know what, for me, I'm not the kind of person that likes to open up, but if this is, you know, some random person and I can talk to somebody virtually, um, you know, I might as well do it. Cause um, you know, I'm not going to, do you have somebody to talk to? Right. So you're not as stressed out. So just take advantage of it. Right. You know, we're all being affected by the pandemic. So you're, you're not the only one. Uh, especially like if you don't want to talk to the healthcare provider, talk to your friends or family, just be honest and open up and say, Hey, I'm going through this. Like, help me out. You know, they'll be there for you. Yeah, take, be it, takes, it takes a lot of stress right. off. Exactly. Exactly. You should, you should, Share with yourself, mental health. We all experience mental health in our, in our, you know, for so like I'm having twice. I did, like, for example, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be scared. So I'm gonna share one of the stories for mine. Uh, my fourth year of university here in September, I had a meltdown where uh, I, just, I just I didn't feel like going to class. Well, and literally, so I went to school. I the, the 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 psychologist they walk me through and then they kind of give me advice actually they 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 don't go stay out of bed eat healthy uh focus yeah. on like write down goals or workout I think that made a huge difference and then I started getting my um confidence back and I was able to get out of that um dark I feel like yeah because I feel like we've all gone through it and until somebody's you know tells you yeah it's okay like we've all been through it like you're not you just feel alone that's i i feel like that's the only reason you know what i mean nobody understands it happens or, to everybody it's just um, it's, it's not selective it right? happens to everybody so, exactly don't be scared open up oh, like, don't be scared with other healthcare providers because if you don't you deal with it asap and you know more with your life and try to improve right yeah and, the, the earlier you deal with it, the better things get for you. Yeah, I just, I just, I think it's as simple as talking to someone. It takes, it takes, you know, the stress um, right. away. It, even reach out to your friend, hey, saying, let's go for coffee. You can still go out for coffee, but, but we're still maintaining that uh, two meter or six feet, whatever they call it. And you can still talk, you know, open up. Yeah. But that, that, that being said, it has been a great episode. Um, guys, uh, before we go, um, university magazine is actually churning 
Uh, actually, we'll we'll turn three on June twenty. Will be on Saturday, but that the podcast will air on Tuesday. So we want to say thank you Yay. to everybody who's been there. Uh, my interns, I know who are working at Business Insider now, and that one working in um, London. Everybody who's a part of me, like Dr. Paul at the University of Windsor. I just want to thank the University of Windsor for providing me the support and, you know, giving me the grant. Help me start this journey. And I'm very proud of what, what we have achieved. And Samuel is a part of that team now. Uh, she joined us for episodes. Super proud. And we can't wait <laughs> to celebrate our 10th year ever. What do you think? I am super excited to be part of the team. And happy anniversary to us! Yes, <laughs> Even though I just joined, <laughs> it, it is a great journey. So I think I think the the, the future is bright for the business, um, as well as we, we'll definitely will expand more. But still, it, it is. I never this far. I thought like that's why we didn't celebrate one in one in two year. But every day I learned more things. Exactly. <laughs> and. Celebrate the little things, exactly. And those little things make a difference. Well, this is not little. Yeah. <laughs> it's been three years. Right. Thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Until we see you in our fourth episode, stay safe, eat, wash them. Say something Until next time, stay Until safe. Until next time, adios, amigos. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.